Hi, my name is Anita Foster. I'm the Library Media Specialist from Autry Middle School in Kennesaw, Georgia. Hey y'all, I'm Ingrid Hansen. I'm the Library Media Specialist at Lindley Sixth Grade Academy in Mapleton, Georgia. Hey everyone, I'm Lori Quintana and I'm the Library Media Specialist at Griffin Middle School in Smyrna, Georgia. And welcome to Everdue, Conversations from the Library. Welcome to Overdue, Conversations from the Library. I just want to say that today is a very special Overdue Conversation because it is Thanksgiving. So, Ingrid, you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, we had decided that we wanted to talk about what we were thankful for, both in and out of the library. So, um, first, I guess, in the library, the thing that I am most thankful for are my kids. I have amazing students and they bring me so much joy every single day that um, they are definitely what I am the most thankful for. Um, I think after my kids is a strong administration team and people that are supportive of the library program and give me the freedom to run my program without micromanaging me and yet still offering me all of the support I need. So I'm grateful for that. I think I, well, I don't think, I know I'm also grateful for um, my fabulous new son-in-law. As of this month, our family expanded by one, and I am grateful that my daughter found such an amazing young man, and of course for my husband and my other fabulous daughter and my mom and my in-laws. So I have a lot to be grateful for and blessed. Very good. So I just want to say that I love your postings when you talk about the kids telling you they're your best friend Ingrid and that they are just <laughs> they fight to get into the library <laughs> my little babies not literal not literal fighting but like they they stand their ground and use student voice to let others know no that's where I want to be you know they're so that's sweet. right well and it was funny because in one co- podcast you'd said oh another one and I'm like oh did I mention two I didn't I didn't think I had told you about the other one <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But well, I I think it's great. I love reading your stories about the students wanting to be in the library. Well, thank you. I I am fortunate that they want to come and play with me and hang out with me because otherwise I would be so sad and lonely. So I I am happy they want to be there. Me too. And uh on that note, uh I guess my things to be thankful for on a personal level, I'm kind of like you, Ingrid. I have a new daughter-in-law. And so um, it's just is so funny how each of us had a child get married in the month of November this year. Okay, wait, 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 wait. What are the, the odds? The two of you had a child get married. Mine is 17, and I am not expecting this for many years. <laughs> many, 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 many years. <laughs> so let's hold back on that one. Yes, and uh, my son is 32, so I, I did wait, or he did wait a while, I guess you could say. So I waited also while he found the perfect person as well. And I'm not sure if I should say this on the podcast or not, but I'm pretty fairly sure that my family doesn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> so you don't so, even listen to your podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess it's safe to say that I also learned this past week that I'm going to be a grandmother for the first time. And the baby, the baby is expected in July of next year. And so um, I'm a little bit shocked right now, I guess you could say, Um, but not in a bad way. 
Uh, we go through milestones in life, and I don't think that, like, we ever think that we're going to reach certain milestones. It'll take forever to get there. But here I am, and I'm going to be a grandma, and I'm very thankful about that. I And what an amazing grandma you're going to be for the record. Yep. I am so excited <laughs> for you. Well, cool thank you, grandma. Ingrid. <laughs> okay, so grandma, we had yes. to come up with a cool grandma name for you because, you know, well, grandma my... just doesn't seem to do that. Right. So my AP, Miss Phipps, uh, at my school said I was going to be Queen Nana. I love that. <laughs> and so I kind of like, okay, I can go for that. And so, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, they live in Michigan, out of state, and I'm in Georgia. So I'll tell you what, that is the thing that's stressing me out the most. Uh, but I can tell you also that when I talk to them, I told them that they better start reading to that baby right now yep. and if and if they don't I mean of course I'm going to start buying all the books and shipping them out but if they don't uh actually I gave them a homework assignment and I said I want recordings of you reading to the baby and if you don't then I'm going to get on FaceTime and you're going to hold the phone up <laughs> to my grandchild and I'm going to do the reading so, I love um, that so, you know, I have a great niece because I have a sister who's a little older than me and a brother that's a little older than me. And her daughter had a, a baby a couple years ago. Her, my niece and her husband had been married for like 10 years before they had children. And um, so I have a great niece, Miss Stella, which I love dearly. And I, I've seen pictures. You post these pictures on Facebook, right? I have. So I've seen, I've yes. a couple of So adorable. Very yes, cute. Adorable. She is adorable, although she is her father's spitting image. But um, <laughs> I love my, my nephew-in-law. He's great. She just looks so much like him. It's scary. Um, but I mean, she's the cute version. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to dig the hole a little deeper there. Okay. So, um, but well, like my family doesn't listen either. Um, but what I was going to say is last year for her first uh, Christmas, they uh, had people in the family sign up for dates for the 25 days before Christmas to get her an ornament that went on a, a special Stella tree. And this year, instead of doing ornaments, because she, she has 25 ornaments now on her tree, but this year, instead of doing ornaments, they're doing books and they're asking family members to send different books to her. Well, honestly, that's for- a great idea. Since she was born, any any holiday that I was there, or like Easter, I think I bought her a couple of books. Anytime I'm just down visiting and I find books on a, a bargain, I'll buy them for her. And I'll, I'll ask my niece, I'll take a picture of them and text it to her. Does Stella have this one yet? And if the answer comes back, no, then I buy it. So That's a great um, idea. It is. Yeah. yeah. So they're doing the 25 books of Christmas this year for Stella to add to her library. And I absolutely love it. That's amazing. Thanks for the idea. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, come on now. I mean, it, 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 I don't, I can say this time and time again, even to my parents at the school, I can tell the difference between the child who was read to all their life and the child who hasn't had that opportunity or didn't get to take advantage of that and, or hasn't established a love of reading yet because books weren't in the home and so you can tell in their critical thinking obviously their um their reading abilities and but their conversation and their vocabulary and you know just it's just amazing the difference and so yeah um my my grandbaby has to be read to you well yeah yeah, that goes without saying (laughs) yes and so anyway um 
but yeah, of course, family, obviously I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for all the new blessings coming my way and stuff. I'm thankful that my dad is healthy. He went through his surgery last year and it's been, it was in October of last year actually. And so that was a really stressful time for my family. Uh, and I believe they're getting to come down for Christmas this year. So they haven't been here in over a year. So I'm excited about that. Thankful How nice. for that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm like you, Ingrid, as far as my library goes, I'm thankful that it's thriving. I'm thankful that I get uh, feedback from parents, from students, from my peers, from my administration, uh, just, just all of that matters. You know what I mean? Like oh, you, so you much. sit there, you, you love what you do every day and you invest so much into your libraries and you don't always know who you're impacting, which students are you impacting or how are you um, making um, learning achievement increase in the school and stuff. And so every once in a while, when you get a little bit of feedback from somebody, you're so thankful for it because it inspires you and it fuels you to keep going. And even if you only know you impacted one student or one person, it's enough just to like, um, you know, to continue forward and, and want to keep doing this um, wonderful profession that we are in. Well, I would say just based upon the things that you post, all of the sweet things your students make for you and bring you that, yeah, you are, you are impacting, you are impacting lives. I actually received an email from a parent that I opened up the day before yesterday and it was so emotional. I was crying do you know how, like, th- think of a runner who's running and they do that 5K or that, I don't know, New York Marathon, Boston Marathon, whatever it is, and you get all the way to the finish line and you just break down and you're crying because you gave it your all and your soul and everything. And this email this parent sent to me was everything. It was a long email, you guys. It wasn't just like, hey, Lori, you're doing great. I mean, she explained to me about the impact I've made for her daughter just from, um, her not enjoying school last year to now she enjoys going to school and she loves the library and everything like that. So I'm so fortunate. So, so fortunate. I'm so blessed to, to be in this position. And I, 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 I'm going to do it again, Anita. <laughs> I know Mr. Gillahan is not my principal right now, but I would not be where I am in my career right now without him. And so I have to be thankful for him as well and um, give a shout out to him. Awesome. So go ahead. Go ahead, Anita. What's up? Okay, what are you so thankful for, girl? <laughs> I am, well, like you said, I'm very thankful for my students because those frequent flyers that come in, um, they just light up my day. And then, like this past week, I had, I was walking to my car and I had a student that said something to me because I was walking to my car to leave and they were still waiting in the parking lot for their parent to pick them up. And they said something about, um, I asked them what were they reading and they said, Oh, Miss Foster, I don't like to read. And I went, then what that tells me is you've not had the right book yet. So exactly. come see me and we'll talk about reading and we'll get you the right book in your hand. So she came in this past week and she checked out a book. So I'm hoping to see after Thanksgiving how she liked that book. But, um, but yeah, I, I love my kids. Um, I love my administration, all three of them. My, my principal, you know, I've talked a lot about Mr. Crawford. But my APs are very supportive of me, and they they push me out of my box sometimes and, and shake things up. Like when they had me help with do the, the PL day a few weeks ago, that, that kind of shook me up a little because it's not what I'm used to doing. Uh, not that it was PL, but that it was 
a topic that a lot of people don't think of me in regards to because I'm not a classroom teacher. But that's amazing. And it was on rigor. And, <laughs> but I've had teachers come to me since that PL and collaborate with me because of that PL. So, um, that's wonderful. Yes. And then my teachers, I mean, I love my teachers to death. They, they collaborate with me. If, if they don't, if I don't go to their CCC meeting, which is our PLC meeting, if they don't, if I don't, I don't, they miss you now, don't they? (laughs) I rotate through. I kind of dropped math. Mm -hmm. I had permission to drop math because I feel so useless in the math meetings and they were having to explain to me exactly what they were doing. And then I'd have nothing to add. So I, some librarians could do math and I do they some of my math teachers like my seventh grade math teachers still come to me occasionally and they'll go okay we're doing this what do you think and they'll bounce ideas and stuff off of me and I'll give them some feedback and then we'll collaborate on on something but most of them know I don't so I felt like if I rotated on a three-week basis of language art social studies science then that was helping more people I guess I don't know but for um, sure yeah that's awesome it was putting my my talents to to a use instead of me sitting there scratching my head in a math meeting and um so I rotate through but if I don't rotate through let's say like a couple weeks ago I didn't go to science it was a language arts day and uh the next day the science teachers came in um, and they were like, uh, these two science teachers came in and said, Hey, we're thinking about doing this. What, what do you have that will help us with this? And what can we do together? So I love that my teachers want to collaborate with me and collaborate with me. And they look at me for resources and they look at for, to me for help and, um, and to collaborate with. So I absolutely love that. No, that's amazing. I am like so impressed with how you have built your collaborative um, team yeah. at I, your school. So, and I'm glad that your teachers are. Well, and I, I would it. agree. And I, I would also go out there and say that um, it does take time and energy and building those relationships, Anita, and you should be commended because it's not always easy and they're not always as open and receptive as we would like them to be. So good for well, you. Well, when we went to, we went to some, I should probably know the name of the training and I don't. Um, We went to some training several years ago. It was about three years ago in Atlanta. um, And Mr. Crawford went with uh, one of our APs went with, or both of our APs went with us and like three other teachers went with us. And that's where they started talking about PLCs and and everything. I can't remember the name of the the conference though. And I'll remember it like 10 minutes after we stop recording. Um, But that's where it started. They started talking about this is what your PLC should look like and things like that. And um, I went to Jeff and I went, what do you think about me stepping away from the CLC on Wednesdays? And that is my CCC day. Or I, they weren't even calling it CCC. Then they were calling it PLC still. That's my PLC day. And that's where I go to the subject areas PLCs on a rotation. And he looked at me and he went, I love it. And since then, he's brought his supervisors through to watch me interacting with, with teachers. So, so the people at the county level are seeing what a librarian can do if they have the, the ability to go to these meetings. 
And honestly, the first words out of my mouth when they go, wow, I look at them and go, and guess how much more I could do if I had a full-time paracrop? Of course you did. So, yeah. <laughs> see, see, most people, okay, there's two sides to, uh, to the collaborative thing. There is the, the getting your teachers to know what a resource you are and want to collaborate with you and inviting you to do so. And then there's the other side where you do have to step out of your library and everything gets chaotic, like turns to chaos because you're not there to do okay, whatever so needs to be done. Thing. I guess you could I'm say. thankful that I have a pair of pro that I'm fighting to get 100% because I can step away and she can run the place, not becoming a librarian. She, she'll tell you first, firsthand that she, See, that's my thing, she's not the confusion. a librarian, but she, <laughs> she can run the circuit. I leave the circulation desk to her. When she's there and when she's not there, I don't, I don't hardly ever step up to the circulation desk. I have a pair of pro that runs the circulation desk. She shelves the books or she oversees students shelving the books. I do the more instructional stuff. So that I buy the books. I order the books. I take students requests for books, but my pair of pro is phenomenal and she can run the space and oversee the space when I'm not there. You know, I think that um, that, but I think See, that, but... that's important to point out that a good para will absolutely enhance your media program beyond what you can imagine. If you have a strong para who is able to help and step in and do things, it makes all the difference in the world. So several years ago when Holly um, trained the para pros on how to do certain things and within destiny that they had never had rights to before like weeding books and adding books into the collection and things like that. I was one of the people that was advocating for that because I'm like, I don't have time to sit there and add in all of my, my, um, now Follett destiny. I get the, the, um, the marked records downloaded from them, but I buy a lot of books from the book fair. I have several books donated a year, not a whole lot, but several donated and I'm like, I don't have time to sit there. I used to have time to sit there and key them all in and do all that. But I don't have time to do that. And so that is something that she can do because the mark record is already in there. All she has to do is put in the ISBN number. If a book is not already in the system, she sits it off to the side and she'll then I'll get a stack of three or four books that she says, hey, these weren't in the system. Can you go in and do the mark record for them? And I'll go in like a librarian supposed to and do the actual mark record then. But I don't, if, if the mark record is already in there and I'm just keying in a number to get it into my system, that's time that's being wasted for me working with my teachers and working with my students. I completely agree. This is Ingrid. And um, for years, I have just had my parents logging as me, just logging as me. I because well, I, it's they don't have the rights or they hadn't in the past to be able to go in and do things like weed and import mark records and do a variety of tasks that frankly they're fully capable of um, well thanks to holly that that changed uh, a couple years ago and now parapros now they can the librarian can request the rights be correct. given to the parapro correct which makes all the difference Right. A good para is just worth their weight in gold. And that's why I'm having a craft fair to try and get her there more time. 
So go to Anita's Craft Fair and support On it. December 7th. That's right. And then personally, I am so thankful. Oh, well, let me add do one more. I have one more school that I'm thankful for. And this is a, it used to be a larger group than what it is now, but now it's a smaller group, but I'm okay with that too, um, is my student and parent helpers. My student volunteers, my goodness, I have some sixth graders that are rock stars that I'm like, oh my goodness. And I have one eighth grader that I'll probably cry when she leaves this year, but I always cry when my eighth graders leave. But, um, my sixth graders, they come in every day and they're like, let me check the book drop for you. Let me, um, check these books and let me shelve these books. And they do a phenomenal job of it because, uh, my parapro goes behind them to make sure that they're okay for the first few times to, to see if they know what they're doing. And they do. And then I have other helpers that student helpers that maybe not so good at shelving that were like, Hey, let's, um, can you organize our games over here? Or I have one group of special needs students that at least three days a week, normally it's almost every, every day, but at least three days a week, they come in and they wipe every table in the CLC down with Clorox wipes. And so I appreciate them. It lights up my day when they come in. So um, I'm very thankful for my, my student volunteers and my parent volunteers who are helping me organize the craft fair. And it's funny because I spent all weekend with a former parent volunteer uh, this past weekend because now we're friends. Um, her son was in seventh grade when I started at Autry and her youngest now is a junior at Georgia Tech. And they, uh, she and I have just become good friends over the years. She, she stood by my side through everything. And now we do craft beers together where I make jewelry and she goes and helps me sell it. So, um, sometimes those media moms can become lifelong friends. So I'm very thankful for them. So, and then on a personal level, I'd have to say my baby boy, Uh, I love him to death and love him to pieces. And, um, I'm very thankful for the 17 years that we've had and, continue to have and he gets on my nerves occasionally but what teenage boy doesn't get on his mama's nerves so I'm very thankful for that and family although they live in Florida and I live here um I'm I'm blessed with the family God gave me and um I've got some great friends up here we're having a friendsgiving instead of thanksgiving this year so um that's that's about all I'm thankful for. I've, I, blessed life. Hashtag blessed life. That's me. Well, in response to two of your work thankfulnesses or whatever, what's the word for that? <laughs> One is also, I just got my Follett set up to where it genrefies for me. And so Follett pays for the labels and they also process the labels and do it exactly how you want so that when they get shipped and you open up the box, all they need to do is, or all we need to do is put them on the shelf. That took the longest time for me for the longest time until I got my library science students and then they started helping. And then of course my pair helps every once in a while, but. Okay. So I um, haven't done that yet because it's new. So I have a question about it. And I, well, yeah. And I just realized recently I could do that. And I was like, Ooh, look at that. I need that. I want that. Oh, that's, that's, that was just announced, I think, at GATC that they could well, do Well, yeah, just super recently, I feel like. 
No, they actually, it's been there. Really? I don't even know. I've heard now, about it for the first time current, at GATC. But we have a new. Well, and so now we have a new rep at Follett, and he came in to see me um, this past week, and um, very nice, very helpful. And I had been told about it in the past, but like to sit down and fill out the form and really understand what I needed to do to get this set up took too much time that I don't have. And so typically that's the school, school librarian life. And so then you put it to the side and say, I'll get back to it. But Adam was extremely helpful and helped me fill the form out while he was there. And then he got me in touch with Katie over at Follett, who does the finalization of how you want your genres to look and which labels to use and everything. Because they order them directly from whichever vendor you purchase. Mine come from Demco. And yes, and so they they do all of that for you. Um, So it was a very streamlined process. I I don't Um, use labels. Would they do the dots? Um, I mean, you can ask them, uh, I mean, there's, it doesn't hurt to ask and, uh, right. I mean, so I gave him the SKU number for each color of label that I use for my genres and she, Katie was very good. She knew exactly what I was talking about. Even, um, the, the label for my Spanish books, because I gave her the SKU number and it wasn't coming up. So she did the research and found them and she's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I just have to find it and whatever. So she was very, very helpful. Wow, it took crazy. one day, you guys. Um, but I did, I did get the, uh, feedback from Andy Spinks, who's also a school librarian in our district to order a small book order. The first time we do this, um, with this new service, just to be sure that the labels come you know, back or, or arrive looking exactly how you want them. Because if you do a large order and then they didn't come back, right, it's right. just, you know, right. there's always kinks and everything. So sometimes you have to work them out. So instead of doing a large book order and doing that, do a small one and see what, yeah, I'm you know, how they arrive. And stuff. So that was good feedback. And so, yeah, so call, uh, contact Adam. so nice. Can I just say he is. I like him. It. Yes. He's very nice. Yes. Very helpful. I really like him too. He's, and he's the one that provided the hundred dollar yes, gift is. card That's at right. yes. Georgia ETC, and so through Follett. So, and then the other thing I wanted to tell you guys about because you talked about collaborating with your math teachers or our math teachers, I should say. Um, obviously, that's not the biggest content area for collaboration, but uh, I'm always on Twitter, so I found this uh, post about math website resources from We Are Teachers, and it's a link to the 60 plus best math websites. So I'm just throwing that out there in case anybody has time to go in and look at all those resources and you really want to collaborate with a math teacher. And that is listed on my blog too for Griffin Middle School. If you go on our website and go to um, the library, well, link I would, on there I as well. There. So I just want to throw those two resources that, out there. Um, I had one math teacher my first year at Campbell who came to me, Michael Clayton, who's an academic coach now, but at the time he was a math teacher and He's like, you know what? I'm so excited. I'm excited. Things are changing. And I want to come in and do a unit review with you. And I'm like, oh, sure. I'll do that all the time, which is what I always say, even when I can't. And it turned out that he came in throughout the entire year and did unit reviews with me. And it only, it it just takes one. It takes one person to climb on board. And I, I'll be honest, I'm not a math girl. So thankfully I'm married to a math person. Um, But I would sit up and be like, okay, does this make sense? Did I do that right? Um, but it was great. It was really great to have math people in the space collaborating. And again, I would just say it, it just, you just need one. It'll snowball. You just need that, one. That is the thing that I've done with my math teachers the most is done some unit reviews with them uh, a couple of days before a test and stuff like that. 
So that's the, the biggest thing because my space, I do have several dry erase tables so the students can work problems out on the tables. And so we'd set it up like centers and stations that they go through. We'll have a Kahoot going over on one screen, a Quizzy's going on another, the tables, and then we'll have several other problems that the students will move through the space doing. So that's, that's the one thing that I have been able to do. I love it. And if you have dry erase tables in the library, those are let also me just say, the bomb. Is, let me just say, <laughs> anyone the... who is wanting to order furniture, here's Anita's two tips. Get dry erase on all of them. And yep. don't get the wavy edge tables. Get the straight edge tables. I don't, I've, I've had the wavy edge for several years now, and I don't like them, and... I agree, but that's because I'm a labor and so, I like bands. I got a question about the white, <laughs> the uh, whiteboard tabletop. So, do you? Here's my concern. I saw those and I was like, "Wow, those are super cool." But you know, when you have a whiteboard and you use it after a while, it doesn't come off, and it's just specked with previous whiteboard things on it. You know what I mean? And I've I'm had like, mine for two years uh, and I've had no problem. I've used the Expo spray on it. Okay. I've used Same. tissues on it to wipe it clean. Um, like Kleenex tissues. I've, um, we've used erasers on it. Uh, I, I just use that Expo spray on it. And like I said, I've had mine for two years and I've never had a problem. Okay. That's encouraging. I like, to but we've that. only Same use, here. we only use dry erase markers on it. Oh yeah, for it. sure. Yeah. So, all right. So that's my thankfuls. Well, I think this is a fantastic ep- episode on thankfulness. Yeah with thanksgiving this week i got I, you know what else i'm thankful for i'm just gonna throw this out there oh, right yeah i'm so thankful for <laughs> thanksgiving break and if we're not being serious if our district ever changes that if we're yeah, if we're not being serious <laughs> although i'm still thankful for this it's just you know kind of tongue-in-cheek i am so thankful for audiobooks oh my gosh me too <sighs> i listen to audiobooks all audiobooks. the time all the time i do too i mean i cannot tell you I started reading Geekerella. I bought it from the book fair for two bucks. Started reading it a month ago. Never got past like the fifth page, but I bought the audiobook and I've already finished the second book in the series. Yes. <laughs> like, hey. They're awesome. I can, yes, you can listen anywhere, no matter what you're doing. I love them. I, speaking of which, this is a whole nother topic, but I need to, I, I need to talk to the two I of you because so... I know you're both strong and, oh. Attention Sorry. deficit. Right. I'm <laughs> You're right. I'm off and running. No, so I'm saying I'm attention deficit. I, oh, audiobooks okay. kill me. I thought you were because I was changing the topic, <laughs> which, you know, I was randomly doing. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm old school. I just love that book in my hand. And I love the, t- I like to see the words, everything. And if I start to listen to an audiobook and I can't do two things, I just can't. I, I, then I have to rewind because That's I missed something. That I, you know what I mean? I try to multi Yes. Plus you can so put it on a timer. I just, my Sora account was just approved by the fabulous Dr. McGee and I need to go in and buy all my Sora stuff with our title one funds. And I just wanted to, um, off the air on a side note, pick your brains about that because I'm super excited about the audiobook component of no, Sora. No, do it on the air. So yeah, I, I think got my Sora, I think that we should set up. See, and I need to, yeah, I need to chat with you. 
Ingrid, let's collaborate on doing something major in the library with that because I still have to spend my money, but I'm waiting to see if I am going to be the recipient of a grant because I asked for more money to buy more books than what right. we were authorized to buy, I guess you could say. And so if we yes, come up we with something totally really cool, some yes. library activity lesson or something like that, then we can use idea. it at both of our schools. And Anita, if you're on board as well, but I'm sure that you already um, are doing no, something. No, I really haven't done too much <laughs> with it because, okay, so Love Sora, that's what I've been listening to a lot lately. I have like probably 10 um, audiobooks sitting like credit and Audible because I haven't been doing Audible. I've been doing Sora. But what happened was, when we, and this is nothing against Sora, this is nothing against anything. This is just to let people, especially in Cobb County, know what's going on. So when we signed up for, when I signed up for Sora, I bought my books back in September, the end of September, just before break. And um, so because they had a, a deal going until September 30th or whatever, where they were like half price books. So I'm like, hey, if I'm doing it, I'm doing it when there's a sale, honey. I like the word S-A-L-E. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So um, I bought all my books back then and then I would go into Sora and I couldn't find them. And I would go into Sora and I couldn't find them. So finally, a couple weeks ago, I had been, I'd sent some emails and didn't get a response, which was not good from Sora. Sorry. But then I sent an email to another person in Sora that I had dealt with before who was, who had helped me set up my account and everything. And I said, look, I've reached out to this person, but I haven't heard anything back. Can you help me? And I, um, I said, I bought all these books in Sora, but I can't find them. And anytime I go to add Autry into the Sora thing as my library, it just connects me to the Cobb County schools, which I'm already a member of. And they said, give us a little while. And I'm not kidding. Within an hour, they came back and they said, okay, you should be good now. What happens is, and, and they explained this to me, that we are all in Cobb County. We are all in the school called Cobb County school district okay so when you sign into your Sora app you're gonna and look for schools you're gonna look for your school but it will put you and it'll say it won't say Autry it'll say Cobb County so what happens mm -hmm. is that Autry is a sub school underneath the Cobb County school and they had not turned sub schools on yet so when huh. I requested oh, wow. that they turned my my school on then and now I can see all of the audiobooks and ebooks that I've purchased. But it looks, and he said, Oh, that's great says, to it know. It looks that. like it's going to be a Cobb County school, but know that it's your school. If you signed in with Autry, it automatically connects you to Cobb County. So then that way I get all of the Cobb County ebooks and audiobooks that Holly has purchased and our students do too. Which is one but of the it, big selling points for me correct, is that they have access get, to everything. Right. Then they also get my ebooks. And then when they connect to the Cobb County Public Library through OverDrive, Sora and OverDrive are with the same company. Exactly. So they, they can search through all of that libraries, all of their libraries, and it will find the books that they're looking for. So when you, add, when you go in and purchase your books, is there something on there where you have to select Autry so that it will go in there or does it automatically do that because I have my own account. own account. So it, it does that. What? Well, no, we all have our own account, but so then because of that, it will automatically go into your Correct. school. You don't have to select that or tell them that. Okay. That is good to know. Alrighty. That's good to know. Wow. Yeah. They didn't have it turned on. Um, 
Maybe it was just for Audrey. They didn't have okay. time. Maybe they do it a school by school basis. So you'll probably need to contact them when you're ready for it to go. But I've been looking since September. Oh, look, somebody oh. barked. Hi. Hi, little Sorry, barking. guys. <laughs> I have Oliver and Chester sitting next to me. <laughs> Two little babies Aww. I'm also thankful for that I didn't mention. Are you mad because I didn't mention you? So they're loving me no. being home on break as well. All right. So, so here's, yes. here's our but, thing. Okay. We're well, also very thankful for you, our listeners. So for sure. Um, thank you yes. for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for talking with us when we go to conferences or when we um, are posting online and on Twitter. And it really yes. is. encouragement is so, amazing. Thank you. We love you. And we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving. Just a reminder that everything we say is our own opinions and not the opinions of our school or our district.